As a major research institution, Arizona State University offers the most online bachelor's degree programs, along with world-class faculty and dedicated support. Discover why ASU is ranked number one in innovation for nine consecutive years. Tap to learn more. If you've been following me for a while now, you know what I use as my hair savior that gives me visibly healthier hair and a healthier scalp, and it's made with clean ingredients, and that's Vegamore. I've been using it for about a year and a half now, and the difference is clear, and I am so grateful. With Vegamore, you are able to have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, and longer hair, all without the harsh ingredients. All Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. I genuinely love all of Vegamore's products. I especially love their shampoo and conditioner because it just makes taking care of your hair so simple and allows you to stay consistent. And their Grow Hair Serum, I use it daily and it doesn't make my hair oily. Bless. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow serum every 15 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. Give yourself the hair you never thought you could have with Vegamore. For a limited time, your mom and dad listeners get 20% off your first order by going to vegamore.com slash momdad and use code momdad at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash momdad, code momdad to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G- A-M-O-U-R dot com slash mom dad code mom dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Girls just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Welcome home, family. It's your mom and dad. Oh, girls just want to have fun. That's whatever. Are we going to get flagged because we sound so good? Oh, yeah. They're going to be like, sorry, copyright. Well, hello, family. (laughs) If you're you're not watching on the YouTube, Evan and I are in our Barbie pink in honor of our Barbie charity. It's a party in the Barbie apartment. It's a party in the Barbie studio, baby. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love this. Yo, you know what, though? I'm pissed off generally because hats never fit me. (laughs) <laughs> I'm wearing this hat right now and I swear you guys it, it's like it's you know when year. little dogs get hats you know when they get little dogs hats and they strap to their chin and they're just sitting on their head that's my hat life my hat life is always just like oh let's get like this fun little hat from the party store and then it just it sits on my head like like, it, like <laughs> it's like a prop it doesn't actually big brain I got a babe. big old nut on me. <laughs> I'm the same, man. I'm the same. You got a big head. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, like that hat looking like a two-gallon hat. Dude, it's straight up just... It's sitting atop. I don't think I've ever purchased a hat for you. No. Because I know you love your hat so often yeah. I attempt to purchase you. I'm like, oh, that's a cool hat. I think he'd like it. I don't think I've ever gotten you one that fits properly. Listen, you're amazing at a lot of things. You're one of the worst hat buyers <laughs> of all time. Every hat you get me looks horrible It's not my fault that you have a big head. It, but even just they, just look, they all look so bad on me. I don't know what it is. I can see a hat online and be like, I think that'll work. And you know, every hat you get me, I, you know what it is too? Like aside from general attractiveness, like Jess is just generally beautiful and better looking than me. But 
everything she puts on that's like even costumey, costumey and a joke looks actually good. And that pisses me off because <laughs> everything that's costumey and look I put on looks ridiculous and really accomplishes the costumey stupid look where she puts on stuff and it's like, oh, you can actually kind of wear that. <laughs> Thank you. Like we get some stupid glasses or something and they look cool on her. On me, insane. What is that? Is that just general attractiveness or is that know. like face dimensions? Or like, why do I look like a freak every time I put on hats and costumes and then you look dope? That's pissing me off. <laughs> and then it's like let's do costumes like of course you want to do costumes again because you look awesome in them well I'll just accept these compliments thank you thank you thank you <laughs> like what you're wearing right now looks like some cool shit you could wear well, oh, no, just pink totally. hair no I walked in I was like oh just got pink hair now <laughs> you. I the barber thing you, you and then you see me and you're like oh we're doing it we're doing like a joke thing <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know what i mean like every time i put on something it's like oh cool are you going to like some sort of costume party and i'm like no this is my look and I'm like, oh cool risk man i will tell you though when with regards to the hats and my hat purchasing abilities every time i am out and i see a hat and i'm like i really like this hat i almost never buy it because i I know you're not going to like it. Yeah. I know you're not going to like it, but I just keep trying. And that's called love and perseverance, baby. I just keep, I mean, maybe it's wastefulness. I don't know. I'm just buying hats that I know you're not going to like, but I just, I can't stop myself. I'm sure this is a common problem okay. for people in relationships where like your they, partner buys you your something, your partner buys you something thinking it's going to work and they like, I hate it. That's gotta be like a real problem for most couples. This might be really superficial of me, but I remember there was this one guy that I was seeing when, you know, we were what the f- <laughs> <laughs> when we were broken up and he bought me a piece of jewelry and which is so nice and I sure. so appreciated it, but it was so not me. Like yeah. it was so the op it, anything that you could picture would be the opposite of me. It was that. Yes. It was like a K jewelry type heart diamondy thing that was like very much you know it was a beautiful piece but not for someone who was by grandma not not for someone who was twenty and at the time you know with my like chunky bleached highlights and under black hair and I was all like kind of punk rock looking and you and he got me that yes it was such a red flag to me I'm like this man does not know me and that's maybe superficial because maybe it's just like you know maybe he's just he thinks it's pretty and he's not maybe yeah. uh, uh, tapping into style but it was like it was an ick for me I was like oh god actually, he doesn't understand me he doesn't yeah, get me and like he, when you buy me hats I'm like are, should we be married <laughs> turns out he didn't know me though okay it worked out you know it was mm-hmm. a it was a correct red flag for me to have but I feel like that's you know that's the one thing, that's the right? one thing. you know what it is true because when you buy someone a gift it it says two things yeah it says something about you the mm-hmm. gift giver and the person receiving the gift like how you view them yeah or or could it be what you want them to be oh he wanted me to be a granny he wanted you to be conservative oh well yeah. you know what i'm saying maybe that he wanted not you what to he be was a, gonna get <laughs> Because I do, because it is one of those things. And then when you give someone a gift, side note, Mm -hmm. gift cards are insane. And I've come to this conclusion. I've been, we've been all been given gift cards forever. But when you actually think about it, a gift card is money, is cash that you can only spend one place. 
It just depends what the gift card is. Listen, I love a, I love a gift card because sometimes, just like you're saying, when someone doesn't necessarily know your style, I'm, I'm like guilty. I give them all the give time. Give me a gift card. Now I start to feel a little bit weird when it's Christmas time and we're both just giving each other gift cards and we're just like, it's like exactly. I give you a fifty dollar gift card, you give me a fifty dollar gift card. We're just ixnaying the we money. Just might as well have not given each other gifts. Like a letter, I would love just you know a nice handwritten note instead. Right. I'll, I mean, I'll take the gift card. I'm just saying, like you know, I don't want just the note. I mean, that's crazy, but like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold yeah. on. We have to take a quick pause. We have to take a quick pause. Um, family, listen, we all just have the one body we are in, so it's important that you love on it and you take care of it emotionally and physically. And did you know about 80% of your immune system is located in your gut and digestive tract? So healthy digestion is essential for overall health and wellness, which is why I've been taking OptiGreens 50 from first form. OptiGreens 50 is a precisely formulated green superfood powder meant for overall immune system support and digestive health. It's low temperature processed, 100% organic greens. 100% of the greens ingredients are all grown and manufactured in the U.S. and it has 50 hand-chosen ingredients effectively dosed and the taste and texture are good. And I can be very picky with this. Yeah. So that's saying a lot for me. I like the taste. Their taste and texture are like no other product on the market. It's not gritty and it has this nice like sweet berry flavor from natural flavors. Yeah. And in fact, they are so confident in the flavor that if you don't like it, they offer an 110% money back guarantee. Send it back if you don't think this is the best tasting and highest quality grains powder on the market and they'll give you your money back plus 10%. Visit firstform.com slash mom dad. That's firstform.com slash mom dad. That's the number one S-T-P-H-O-R-M dot com slash mom dad to get free shipping through this link on any orders over $75. Firstform.com slash mom dad. So I understand the gift card thing. I do. I do. I do. But, you know, you know. What do you do though, when you're when you when your dad who's like impossible to give gifts See, to that's you're the just thing. like here's a gift card to fucking you know a restaurant you like and, and I love like, I love giving gifts to people like when it's I'm not like a natural that's not my first love language but I do enjoy picking something that I think someone would really like but I also then understand that you know I don't want to give them something that they're not like I could enjoy it but they're not going to enjoy it yeah. so if they ra- would rather have a gift card I'll give them a gift card it's funny too because some people like really like you know the, the, there's this whole thing the thought that counts Right. Right. I'm very much that. My mom is literally like, no, your thought means nothing to me. (laughs) My mom, every Christmas, like, you know how kids do this thing where they send they send parents like wish lists. Yeah. My mom doesn't even send me a wish list. She sends me the link (laughs) to the product (laughs) online and just says, buy this for me. Don't like I don't care about your thought. I don't care about it. just buy it for me and we'll get this thing done with. And there it's is a transaction. And it is like at some point you kind of go, oh well, that's kind of nice not to have to kind of like stress over this. I remember I mean? one of the first Christmases with your family. I was like, Oh, I'm gonna get your mom this for Christmas. Yeah. I think she's gonna love it. And you go, babe, just just get the link. Like she's she's sending the link, and I'm like, No, no, she's gonna love this, she's gonna love this. I regretted my choice. Yeah, I now she send ended the link. Up sending the link and we return that thing, whatever that was. Anyway. Anywho, so we are in our, I don't know how we got on that. Yeah, Barbie apartment. But we're in our Barbie regalia for charities episode. Yes. Oh my God. First of all, that Barbie, that PR marketing team is out here. They are doing the Lord's work. It's everywhere. It is everywhere and bless them for bringing it into the Bachelorette because 
That was one of the most fun dates. It's a really good date. The whole episode, again, I know I feel like I'm harping on this, but episode three, like I said last week, episode two and three, they can kind of be snoozy sometimes. A banger episode. We're having drama right away. Right away, we're having drama. It feels fun, but it's also dramatic. There's also like romance brewing. It just feels... It feels, it feels good. So it feels good. real. It feels like there's dynamics. It feels like the reason why we got into the show. Yes. And it's done well. It's dipped. It's gone up. It's it's kind of had its good seasons. It's a bad season. We're in a good one. And I'm I'm grateful for it because it's, it's, it's fun watching. I'm so happy. If you were on the Barbie Ken date. Yeah. What what type of Ken would you like to be or Barbie would you like to be? Mm-hmm. I'm talking you have your own storage unit with all of your own things. Yeah. So from scratch, you can choose what kind of like Ken you're going to present on the stage. What yes. would you be? I think I would do a realtor from San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> so what I would do is I would just be constantly trying because Barbie's obviously like the star. But of and course. I'm just Ken, right? Yeah, so you're no just one ever, Ken. No one's like, like, there's been like 14 Kens ever sold. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Ken's one of those things where it's like you just... <laughs> Do I, does that even own a Ken? It's like maybe you get, maybe it comes in a pack, but no one ever goes buys Ken, right? So I, I do, I do know. Yeah, Barbie's the star. I do know Barbie's the star. You know your place. But Good. what I do is I'm just constantly trying to sell her on real estate. Oh, Barbie. Okay. Barbie. <laughs> and so my whole thing is like, babe, like you've been killing it. Another hundred billion dollars this year. Like, congratulations. Now you don't want all that money just sitting around. You want it to be making money for you, your possible Barbie children one day. Like, you know, you want to create a dynasty. Let me buy homes for you. Really high quality homes. And then I just take it. We're we're already in Oceanside. We're already in Oceanside. Like, let me buy some ocean beach, oceanfront property for you. Great value. And then I'm taking her through the house and I'm like, here's a, you know, a bath, a half bath. It's fantastic. And I sell her on the home and I just live in those homes and I'm just taking advantage of the situation. Bougie. Got it. Got it. Just living off of Barbie's money. Yes. So I would just be, you know, Barbie's realtor. Would you have done a song about selling her homes in San Diego? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Barbie just want to invest. <laughs> you know, oh, interest rates are super high. <laughs> we'll just buy right now and refi. You know what I'm saying? That would be my thing. And like all real estate agents, very positive, you know, very just sales forward. <laughs> big smile, big, big smile. smile. A lot of a lot of networking events. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd start like the Barbie conference, you know, have big speakers come out. You know well, I, mean? I love that you're taking this from, you know, one song in front of yes. charity to an entire conglomeration for well, yourself. I would be like, go. I w- it would all be about, it, well, I wouldn't even sing the song. It would just be amping the crowd up to like sell them <laughs> on more stuff. So it would just be like, let's go. You are, you know, the, 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 the star of your own movie. This is the, the first day of the rest of your life. You know what I mean? You got to get out there and find <laughs> deals on the market. And then they would, you know, it obviously would inspire them. <laughs> I'm selling. I'm closing deals. So, I mean, I that's, like that's, that's would you have one? Um, you know, if it was just off the top, I probably if I was going the Barbie route, I probably would be bubble bath Barbie. You know, I love a cold, a cold bones. But I mean, not oh, so much of a okay, hot version, it. more of like a cold bones Barbie, just oh, like shivering in a bath okay, Barbie. Okay. Um, wet, we had a kind of a wetsuit Barbie. Uh-huh, okay. uh-huh. Kind of like a, a dirty room Barbie. I'm kind of a mess. Messy car Barbie. I come with Ooh. my car that's just full of absolute trash. <laughs> this just kind of inspired an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
can you license the Barbie name or can you like create an alternative Barbie where it's like real life Barbie? Yeah, like anxious. I would be anxiety Barbie. Oh my God, I'm anxiety Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) But I love the idea of like having a Barbie that's just like going through a tough time. Like she's got a pack of cigarettes. Her (laughs) car is trashed. She just got broken up with one of her boyfriends. She's pissed. Dive bar Barbie. Dive bar Barbie. You know, she goes in at like 1 p.m. Everyone's a little like, it's a little early. You know what I mean? To start drinking. Like, you know what I mean? Like real life Barbies and there's real life scenarios. And it just shows her like in line at the DMV, you know, exhausted, underslept in line you know what i mean like just real hard hard times barbie (laughs) and you just see like circles under her eyes and she's like bad posture (laughs) i like this i like this a lot i like this a lot like you know for me personally i probably would end up being crow crow mom barbie mom you guys i would be crow mom barbie i'd have the two crows on my shoulder i would come with you know snacks for the crows yeah uh which speaking of you had a lot of chromans this week i had so many chromans this week we'll dive into the episode in just a minute here but i do have to share about my chromans so if you didn't listen to last episode i had my first crow moment really where i engaged with a crow that i've now named clarence at the house and we got very close to each other i've begun to feed him you know he is now visiting me on a daily multiple daily basis okay he's he's always there for the most part now here is where because i'm obsessed with the crow okay crows for life it's gotten a little out of hand though you're a crow head (laughs) crow head it's gotten a little out of hand yeah because clarence well clarence's friends have now discovered our home um and they call them when there's a group of crows. They call them a murder of crows, which honestly is so rude. Like it's kind that of is, metal, though. It's it's metal, <laughs> but it's so offensive. It's yeah. so rude. Don't call them a murder, okay? Right. And the the word crowd crow is in the word crowd. Oh, so call them a crowd, a crowd of crows. Oh, I like. Okay, that. none Whoa. of this murder business. I don't. I don't accept it. I reject it. So there's a crowd now that is constantly outside of our house, and I'm talking like fifteen. <laughs> way too many fucking crows wow so i've summoned so many crows they're calling you leave food out for them they're calling all day they're dive bombing cry cry mother where are you well and then and then listen i'm gonna reject that this is what happened because i love all of my crows all 15 of my crowd i love them Um, but I did forget to leave food out one day and we did come home to broken pottery in the front next to a crow feather. So I feel like they're mad at me. They knocked over a pot like in piss. I'm not going to assume. Okay. But there was a feather next to it. I mean, they're not good at covering up their tracks. I'll tell you that much. He left a feather. So now Maybe he left it on purpose, like, like it almost like a message. Yeah. You know, like he was like, don't you forget ever again. <laughs> He's like the mob. He's like, you owe a tax, a crow yeah. tax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, they're protecting us now. Yeah. 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 They're like, you're going to do business in this town. You got to pay. What if they're scaring away the ghosts? You know, there hasn't oh. been any ghosty activity. I'll say that much. That's true. You mean, what if the crows are scaring away the ghosts? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's possible. I don't know if interstellar, or, you know, interdimensional uh, 
connection between crow crows and, are very spiritual to me yeah, are so crows I operating it. on multiple planes i think probably <laughs> I like anyone would be the crows. <laughs> it would be the crows so point is i'm feeling a lot of pressure now to you know make sure that all of these 15 are taken care of um my crowd my crow crowd um but i am still in i love all of my crows i adore clarence and yeah it's just gotten a little bit out of hand and it is what it is. This is what I've created. It's, I am no, no, no. truly it's the crow mom. It is what it is. It's let's stop. No. Yeah, because now we don't have the Never. songbirds. Now there's crows intimidating us. And they've decided that like, do you know what it is? It's like anything. You get to used it. to anything. Yeah. And then if it's taken away, you're pissed. So this is what this is. You set a precedent for them. Yeah. And now you've, you've, you're manipulating them. You're taking and Then you, if you take away their food, they're going to be angry and they're already acting out. Well, so now we're we're at the and they they fly they live in the sky like we have we can't they can come and go as they please using sky transport so what are we gonna do now we're just at the will of them now they own us we thought that we were setting them up now that it's it's a problem the relationship I, has switched well I guess I just I'm not gonna have any sort of job or life activities anymore I'm now dedicated my mind body and soul to the crows wow amen a true crow mom I'm a true crow mom I love her children. I love my crows well, okay? I'll be raising Ember on my own <laughs> We just we just wake up one morning and, and there's there's just a letter that says it's been really nice being married to you and being your mother, Ember. But for me, it's the crows. <laughs> you just see me getting taken away. Yeah, and she's just floating, and there's crows that are like grabbing you and taking you to the mother, like the the they're, they've built you a like some sort of crow castle, <laughs> and you're just like living in the sky. It's kind of a dope movie, to be <laughs> it's, honest. It's with my you. destiny. It kind of sounds like a great like cult movie. It's very Shit's Creek when she yes. took the ro- the role. Yes, as the crow. Yeah, she got she got absorbed. You know, she got obsessed with the crow life. Yeah, I get it. So I get it now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> want to get into this episode? Let's talk about this episode. This absolutely fantastic episode. Oh wait! Oh wait! Mm. No. One more thing. Sorry, everybody, but this is very important. Before we dive into this 10 out of 10 incredible episode, we have another 10 out of 10 moment happening. Mm. It was announced that our dear oh, friend, yeah. Katie Thurston, is going to be on the next season of Fuck Boy Island. F Boy Island. <laughs> Can it's you so believe exciting. it? I am freaking out. Yes. I am so excited. She's going to be fantastic. Yes. They don't know what's coming for them. I'm obsessed with this crossover, this Bachelor into F-Boy Island crossover. Everyone, if you haven't seen the show, I highly recommend going and watching the past seasons because Becca, I didn't watch the first season initially. And Becca was like, Jess, you ha-, she would come on Chatty Bros and be like, you have to watch F-Boy Island. It is so good. And it is truly a fantastic show. And so, and Nikki Glazer is an incredible yeah. host. We love Nikki. Both stand-up comedians. I know. So it's going to be, it's it, going to be flames. It's going to be so good. And Katie's just phenomenal. And I cannot wait yeah. to see her on our screen again. Katie's built for this. She really is. So it's going to be a blast. This is going to be so much fun. And obviously we're going to be talking about of it. Of course. When it's airing. I don't know when it's going to air. Yeah, but we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll keep you all updated. But we're going to be talking about it. And, you know, hopefully we'll get a... Get Katie on to chat about it too. Of course we will. Obviously. Katie, Obviously. remember your contract with us. Remember you must us. Show up. Don't forget me, Katie. 
Do not forget me. <laughs> but yes, very exciting. We cannot wait to see her again. I am it's gonna so be awesome. excited. So excited. All right. All right. Ready? ready? Let's, Let's get, get in. This. Let's get in. Um, okay. So first and foremost, we start off um, with the men in the home. And I did want to make note of this. Brayden is wearing a tight hoop in both ears. Okay. Not a long dangly yeah. earring. And I don't know if this is an idea that's getting thrown around mm-hmm. amongst the people. So sorry if it's not original. But all I kept thinking about was, are these earrings for Brayden kind of a Samson in the Bible energy? Oh. Like, you know, when Samson cuts his hair, he loses his strength. Yeah. So the longer earrings that Brayden has on, it's like when his ego is at its highest or when he's the most confident. So all of a sudden last week, you know, she almost cuts him with the whole Adrian Brayden debacle and now he's feeling a little nervous. If he's going to be in the house, he has the short hoops on again. And if you notice, the more the episode continued after he got the rose, the earrings are getting longer and longer. Interesting. So there is a correlation between earring length and, and ego. confidence. Confidence, ego, how he's feeling in the house. Because he started mm. episode one limo entrance. I believe he had uh, either a stud in or a tight hoop. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he got first impression rose and the next day we see some lengthy earrings. It's like it's like the correlation between your empathy and the amount of crows by us. <laughs> exactly. Right? If there's lots of crows, your empathy goes down because you become obsessed with crows and that's all that matters. We get left in the dust. <laughs> you were saying my empathy goes no, down because I no, love no, my no, crows. No, no. The less crows, the more empathy. You know what I mean? Well, that's so, for you. But that's for my empathy crows. for uh, sure, your family. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. But there's more crows, <laughs> the more distant you become. The longer the earring, the less, uh, the more ego. Yeah. I like this. I just feel like I'm noticing a correlation. And then when we saw um, a clip of what looks like next week where Aaron and Brayden are going at it uh, and he's hopping on, I don't know if it's a party bus, some exit, lim- I don't know what it is. The earrings are long, long. and he is going <laughs> off. And so I believe there is a correlation to the ego the uh, level of arrogance and cockiness, feeling his place in the house and the length of the earring. Mm. And when he gets nervous, they get tighter. They get shorter. Well, I mean, it is a confident move to rock very large earrings. It is. So it makes sense why those would be correlated. Yeah. Okay. Well. Just something to think about. Uh, well, I think Game of Roses is probably doing an analysis on this. As I'm sure speak. they I'm are. Sure they have an Excel sheet that's being created by AI. I'm sure they are. <laughs> To to deal with the stones or material used in them, in the corroboration to the length, of yeah, yeah, into his mood, factors. yeah. But it's just something that I'm saying that I think okay. people should, you know, keep an eyeball on when they're Let's watching the episode to be like, oh, what's his mood like? How is he feeling? And then check out the earring situation okay. because I do think there's a connection there. Brayden, let us know. Let's keep that in something, mind. As something we to keep to in watch. mind. Something to keep in mind. <laughs> um. Okay, so... So, Charity shows up. Yes. Uh, The men are waiting. They think it's going to be Jesse Palmer. Charity shows up in another fire leather jacket. At this point, you know, Zach is just at home. Zach Shalcross is like, where is the leather that I gave her? Yeah. And she's just like, watch me shine because look at all these. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, she she looks great in outfits. You know, certain people just look good in all looks. She looks great in all all looks. I think she just look looks amazing in she's everything. She's got that thing. It's like you just she's got the opposite of me. 
which is just like clown man always in the outfits and she looks good in all the outfits so um so she comes she sits down charity sits down with the men and she gives us a killer bachelorette tease Mm -hmm. and says i can't do this anymore and with that after everything that happened last week everyone's (gasps) on edge she says here in los angeles and they're headed to Oceanside, baby. No, no, no. My thing is that <laughs> is that, and you can't do it in L.A. anymore. And the guys go, yeah, because it's like we're going to Paris. Now, if you guys aren't from <laughs> or like Southern California, you have no idea what we're talking about. Right now. <laughs> this is no hate on Oceanside. No hate on Oceanside. But and this is no, don't be offended if you live in Oceanside. But I think you could agree. That probably over 300 miles of coast, Oceanside is hands down the worst city you could possibly go to. Like, so my thing is this. Of all the places they could go, they go to Oceanside. Now, did Oceanside pay them? Like, this is, that, now, now I'm thinking this is a conspiracy. Like, did the city of Oceanside, like, pay them a shit ton of money to come to their city? Be like, promote Maybe. it? Like, hey, come on Because down. I will say, you know, a good chunk of the date was definitely in downtown San Diego. When they went to Petco Park, Ex- that they was didn't in downtown go San Diego. Oceanside. It was almost like there was no hotels available. And so they were like, Oceanside always, always has some. They're like, like, we Oceanside. And then the rest of the dates and everything's in San Diego. My most favorite thing is that when they got to the hotel sean was like you know you never know what's gonna happen in oceanside and i'm like here's the thing about that (laughs) drinking you do jägermeister at 1 p.m here's the thing thing about saying that with any city you say that with vegas right it's the party capital you say that with some romantic yeah you never know what's gonna happen in (laughs) barcelona Oceanside? Say, you never know what's gonna happen in Oceanside. Just gave me a giggle. You know what's you know what's probably uh, before we move on. What made me laugh? It's too? like saying from where I'm from, you never know what's gonna happen in Dana Point. I'm like, like that's a strange thing do. to say. Like I'm like I know what's gonna happen in Dana gonna Point. Go on a walk. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna um, go on walks. Here's my thing though. My favorite part about this is that like the like what well, there was thirty guys. Yeah. To think that maybe twenty of them or how I don't know how many I forgot how many are from this area but let's say at least 15 are not from this area to think those guys heard the words oceanside and thought oh is that like in croatia like what oceanside by the ocean that must be some cool city somewhere and they're like hop in the van we're headed south and like oh wait what and they're just pulling up to oceanside one of the biggest in my opinion shockers of of the like you know they always do like the and we're going to Scottsdale and you're kind of like okay it's like a random city yeah. but whatever Oceanside is the funniest one to me that one is because it's very personal to us though well, I and think. it's forty minutes from L you know it's an hour from L A so it's not even like we got put on a plane or we're, they literally get in a van and just drive a little bit like <laughs> killed me it was so yeah funny and to they me. hit that traffic yeah traffic like, yeah I'm like that's not forty minutes away that's like two and a half hours away honey with the traffic killed me I don't know why just to hop in a van when they're like <laughs> hey, we're we're all known for the show to going to places and the oceanside killed me anyway all right we have to take a quick pause before we actually dive into the episode okay, okay, okay. we do this every single episode sorry fam. Family. We like to chat. Um, okay, so I have to ask you something, family. Have you been joining Evan on his hydration journey? This man is hydrated these days, okay? And one product I see him chugging every day to get that optimal hydration is liquid mm-hmm. IV. Listen, Evan. 
Hydration isn't only for people training for championships and marathons. It's about daily maintenance, like during an airport travel day or watching our kiddo perform in a musical or back-to-back conference calls or walks with the dogs, okay? Podcasting. Exactly, exactly. Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. With just one stick, you can hydrate two times faster than with water alone. Plus get essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes as leading sports drinks. So you all know I can have a hard time drinking water because no flavor can bore me. I'm just being honest, which is why I love Liquid IV. I actually drink it and like drinking it because Liquid IV comes in 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. I personally love their tropical punch flavor and their passion fruit flavor. Uh, And it's made with quality ingredients, non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy and soy. Use it first thing in the morning before a workout when you feel run down in the afternoon after a night out with friends or on long flights. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Uh, Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MOMDAD at checkout. That's 20% off anything when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code MOMDAD at liquidiv.com. Babes, this summer has been busier than I expected, okay? And I find myself doing a lot of rushing around right now. But regardless of the rushing around, we still want to make sure we're getting some nutritious quality food in our bodies. And we know the amazing option we can always turn to is Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious smoothies, flatbreads, soups, harvest bowls, bites, and more built on sustainably sourced fruits and vegetables all right to our door. And we are talking the easiest prep options for any time of day. Rushing out the door in the morning, two minutes to make that delicious mint and cacao daily harvest smoothie. Boom. Jamming to eat before taking notes for the bachelorette. A few minutes and I'm eating a cauliflower rice and pesto harvest bowl. Boom. Couldn't be easier or more delicious with Daily Harvest. So good. Daily Harvest keeps our freezer stocked with good food that's always ready when we are. And the best part is that there's no shopping, chopping, or heavy lifting ever. By working directly with farmers, Daily Harvest sources the best ingredients, freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients and then never use artificial preservative or ingredients by supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil and by delivering food in recyclable and compostable packaging where possible daily harvest does the work so all you have to do is eat and enjoy mm-hmm. and their latest drop is a collection of grains that's been helping me get dinner on the table in minutes it's incredible and don't forget their bites During these hot days, taking a bite out of one of those cold hazelnut chocolate bites is the best. Eating delicious, nourishing, and easy-to-prep meals has never been easier thanks to Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash momdad to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash momdad for up to $65 off your first box. dailyharvest.com slash momdad. Okay, so... Charity's with the men. (laughs) Getting back to it. Charity Mm -hmm. is with the men. And she says that she is going to have a one-on-one, helicopter one-on-one date while all the other guys have to go in the bus to Oceanside uh, and go through the traffic. That One person gets the one-on-one and she announces with a laugh that it's going to be Brayden. Now, I want to say this. I obviously can't speak for Charity because I am not Charity, but I think one of the reasons that this season feels so good is that she seems like she's having fun. Yes. Like, she didn't go in and it wasn't like, okay, all the guys, there's all this drama with Brayden, so I'm going to be like, you guys, it's going to be Brayden. 
Like she's enjoying it. No. She's like, it's like, like it's gonna break the brain. We know there's gonna be a reaction. She knew it was gonna ruffle feathers. And she's laughing, she's enjoying it, and it just makes the the energy of the episodes just feel good. Even when there's the drama and the tension, it just feels exciting. Do you know what I mean? I feel like she's not taking everything way too seriously. Yes. She's she's being playful. She's enjoying the moments. She's enjoying the moments. Now she ends up going up in this helicopter with Brayden. And there was a moment mm-hmm. that was killing me because they take the helicopter and then they go over the mansion yeah and so brayden knows that these men can now see him yes and he is giggling he's gloating screaming he's like oh my god it's evil it's evil this is horrible this is horrible i love it and all i could think about was last week when brayden was so upset that they had the long kiss date. And I'm like, can you imagine if Brayden was literally in the mansion when the helicopter flew over? If she was with another man, he would have just been like, oh, the fact that she would fly that helicopter over the mansion herself. I bet she got her helicopter license to do this on purpose. Yes. And it is a tell of her character that she would fly over and rub it in our face. I don't date girls who go on helicopter rides with guys. I don't do that. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely got this kind of like he just kind of has snapped into this weird world where he just thinks it's it's them two and then the rest of the guys just have to be there because of the show. It's like it's like is there no self-awareness to remember what happened literally like a day and a half ago mm-hmm. when you were like I'm leaving, I can't believe somehow making this about Charity's character when you know what show mm-hmm. you are on and now you are in the position where the men are seeing you and you are loving every yes. second of 100%. it. 100%. He, he you know what it is? It's just like and then he you know he, they continue on their ride. He's having a blast up there. He's giggly, he's chatty. 100%. The boy talks. First of all, which I have to say, if I was a lead, it would make it. It takes the pressure. off. It takes the pressure off. It takes a the pressure bit. off. And that's yeah. that's the thing I'm going to say that's really positive about him for charity is that she can just kind of relax and let him be giggly and fun and talk a lot. Yeah. And if you're talking all day and you're doing ITMs and you're having to carry <sighs> this, a carry a lot of weight, it is. I, I could sense that she relaxes around him. Yeah. Like, she doesn't relax around the stuff that they get into, which is like the, I don't know if I'm ready, whatever. But there is this like, oh, okay, the conversation flows nicely. He's highly energetic. I don't have to carry all the energy. So I totally understand the draw. Yeah, I understand the draw, too, because, you know, obviously, again, y'all know how I feel about the Braden situation, I assume. Um, but in this moment and throughout different moments, it's like, if I was in charity situation, I get it Yeah. when he was up there and he was providing all those reactions to everything that they like, were well, seeing. There's the ocean. Well, there's, the, like, there's oh the mansion. Well, there's the <laughs> it's like, Brayden's the type of guy that if I'm like, I got a new dog, the first person I'd want to call is Brayden because right. he'd be kicking down doors out of pure excitement. He reminds me of Kristen Wiig and SNL. The yes. one who's always ex- when she plays the character who's always excited, yeah. it's like can't contain her can't excitement. Contain it. If I'm a lead, he's giving me in that moment exactly what I want, which is you're amazed by everything. So excited to be here with you. Yes, you know yes. what I mean. I would be. It, it would make me have yes. fun. It would yes. make me feel excited. And I will say he's got a different energy than a lot of the guys. Yeah, his energy is very playful. Is very not taking everything too seriously. And a lot of the guys are very serious. Yeah. They're like, by the way, I have a child and this is very serious to me. And every moment that I'm not with my child, like 
as beautiful as that is, that's a yeah, lot of pressure. That's a, a lot, lot of pressure, pressure on her to yeah. be like, okay, I make sure that I give you the right time. Then a lot of the guys are very serious. It's all like there's a lot of narrative going around being like, are you here for the right reasons? You better be. I'm serious. This is not a joke. And I think that's cool. But at the same time, Braden gives her that like we're playful, we're young, we're having fun energy. So I could see the real like. You know, it could become addictive to be around that energy when you're stressed all the time. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. And then they, you know, they show up, they end up going to Petco mm-hmm. Park, uh, the baseball field. Like, no, we're not doing it. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not actually going into the park, are we? We're going into the park. And then they get in the park. He's like, we don't have it all to ourselves, do we? <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh! <laughs> the like, sound guys are like, Brayden, it's, it's a like it's baseball, you're dude. Have to turn it <laughs> it's baseball. It's fine. You know, it's just an empty, it's an empty business. It's like you went into like an office building, basically. It's a big office building. You went there and no one was there and it's cool. And after about five minutes, like, let's, let's, let's But I think down. Brayden would have been that excited to go into an empty office building. He's like, no one's here working. Everyone's working from home. <laughs> He's just running through the hallway. He's like, I can do whatever I want. Free coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him at this guy's desk. Oh, 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 I'm working, I'm working. Oh, send your report. Anyway, ha you know, he's a very excitable guy. He's like, watch, I'm peeing in the bathroom. Whoa. I didn't flush. <laughs> <laughs> are you, you going to fire me? I don't even work here. Whoa. <laughs> but that energy it's would, would make fun. me have a good time, especially Absolutely. when I'm under the, str- the strain and the stress of being the lead. Yes, like, it yes. would help me relax. Yes. Now, he did have a moment where they're throwing the ball back and forth to each other. Yes. And he says, there was this one time where I got hit in the nose and then... It was almost like a psychic moment yeah. happened where then he nailed her in the eye. Nails like, her in the eye. Oh my God. Then two seconds later, she's throwing the ball to him. He hits the ball and hits the camera guy. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Before. You didn't notice that? Yeah. He hits the camera guy. And he's like, oh, sorry. So he just blasting everybody. Very excitable guy. His energy is very chaotic. So it's like he's burning guys in the house. He's hitting her in the face with stuff. Like it's very chaos. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm also like, he, Brayden is a little psychic because he's talking about that story and then he's hitting people, right? Mm-hmm. He's hitting Charity and then apparently mm-hmm. this camera guy. And then later in the episode, he's like, you guys, I had this dream that they took my, or that she took my, um, my rose away. And that's almost what happened. Right. And I'm like, is Brayden, are, is he psychic? Are the earrings filled Ooh. with power? It's just, I'm just throwing he's out like, ideas He's like, hold here. on, I'm getting something. And he puts the earrings in and he's just like, <laughs> his eyes roll back into his head and he just sees the future of the show. <laughs> I think that might be what's okay. happening. Right. That's just, just a guess, just a guess. Um, but you know, it's going well in the sense that they're having fun. Yes. I will say something that I took note of is it's a lot about him and yes. not a lot of questions about charity. Yes. You know, he's easy to talk to in the sense that he can chat constantly, sure. but I'm not noticing a lot of how are you feeling, Charity? No, I'm not super interested in that. Tell me about yourself, Charity. No. I'd like to get to it's like me, me, me. You know, um, he definitely likes himself a lot. Yeah, yeah. good for you. You know, I love yourself, but ask a question. Yeah, you, you know, know, wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. But through this whole thing, you know, you can tell that Charity is having a lot of fun. And here's the bottom line: whether it's the producers that are encouraging Charity to keep Braden, or like you have yeah. to keep Braden, or whether it's Charity who is like, I'm interested in this guy. I want to keep him. Whatever dynamic, we don't know. I think know. she's genuinely interested. Just from watching the vibes, Yeah, I don't think you can fake it that good. I, I get I get serious interest. I'm getting that she's interested in him too. And again, kind of in the way that you were saying, like 
He is exciting and fun and probably helps her relax in a a lot of ways, but then is simultaneously the cause of all of her stress so far in the house because there's always a moment where Brayden needs to get pulled aside in just the past three episodes. Every episode. Yeah, there's a Brayden talk. Three out of three, there's a Brayden talk. Yes. Um, But she's saying in her ITMs that, you know, she is nervous. There's reminders of her last relationship and she's sensing some of these red flags. Um, But she does connect with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when she when they sit down and talk together, they start talking about last week. And. Here's the thing with Brayden. And you and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. If Brayden was the type of guy who simply came on the show and was like, listen, I want to get to know you, but I cannot promise you that I will be ready to get engaged at the end of this. I don't think that that's a problem because that then, you know, then charity can make that call and say, you know what? I need someone at the end who's going to be ready to get engaged. Yeah. And then I can say yes or no to you whenever I want in this process. Mm-hmm. If that was simply what was happening and he was just being forthright about that, because I'm sure, you know, again, in the back of a lot of people's heads, there's this idea of like, I don't know if I'm going to feel ready at the end of this. I'm sure it's a pretty common thought. Mm -hmm. Um, But the problem lies to me in two ways. Number one, the ITMs of Mm Brayden versus... And his conversation with the men versus what he's saying to charity are different. Mm. It's not like there's overall honesty happening. You know what I'm saying? We saw it last week where we're like, okay, he was going off in the ITMs about her character and saying that he's going to leave. And then when he sat with her, he was just kind of like, I'm feeling a little bit this way and da 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 And like, love you, girl, you know, whatever. And then it wrapped that way. And that was not the energy in the ITMs or what he was saying to uh, to the men. And then the second problem, which is the, the big one for me, is that his saying, I don't know if I can do this, is coupled with, in my opinion, this toxic masculine energy of how dare she have this long kiss with this guy. It's about her character. Uh, I don't think I'd be okay with her uh, getting engaged to a, someone who's making out with all of my friends. Mm-hmm. The coupling of that is where I have a problem. Yes. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think... Here's the, th- here's the way I feel. I feel... I appreciate his honesty when it comes to his sphere of engagement. I appreciate his honesty when it comes to, hey, I don't even know you yet, but we're figuring this out. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the fact that he doesn't back down on that, that he doesn't say in his ITMs and with the guys, I'm nervous about all this. And then when he gets with her, he goes, no, 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 there's no nothing. We've seen that. Sure. The issue is that, first of all, he's on a dating show. (laughs) <laughs> where literally the whole idea is that she dates out 30 other guys. <laughs> the thing about this show is that this is the premise of the show. Right. This <laughs> is the premise a, of the you show. You have a problem with the premise of the show and are making it about her character. Yes. So so my thing is I think that like he came, but this is my personal opinion. I think he came on the show just to have fun. Yeah. We get some Instagram followers, have a good time. Yep. In the process, he finds himself actually being into her mm-hmm. and being serious. Now he's applying his normal mindset to the show it's not working because he is clearly kind of has a toxic you know 
possessive thing going on, which is just like, if you're dating other people, it's not a good look for me almost. Yeah. That's kind of the energy. Like, it's just, it's just very like old school toxic masculinity vibes, yeah. which is just like, he's not like the, the piece that's an honest piece is though. Like, I don't know if I'll be ready for an engagement where it starts to get gross a little bit is when it starts to be like, and I don't want a girl that's been around. Yeah. And it's like, that's the, that's the energy he's putting out there. Yeah. And that's what he's not communicating to her. That's what he's saying to the guys. Yes. And, um, not cool with that. Nope. That's not cool. And so if he stuck with the, I'm just nervous about the, this whole process, he'd be good. And then that would just be honest. Right. Just be honest. And he, and, and just like stick with that, but we don't need the extra, like, you know, Ew, I don't like the fact that she's made out with a guy for a long time. Ew, I don't like the fact that she's dating all these other guys. I'm like, why are you here then? And she even <laughs> says that. Like, you well, do you not even understand what this process is? So I don't know if it's just leaking through. I don't know if he's just an over communicator and he's just, you know, just communicating every feeling he possibly has. And maybe everyone has all sorts of feelings, but then he doesn't like shut it off. But he just spews nonstop. So it's kind of just... It's like, bro, you're really not helping yourself out here with just like saying every feeling you've ever had to everyone. Yeah, it was then interesting, though, because I hear what you're saying. But then even in his conversation with her later, when he was talking about, you know, what has happened in his past with cheating. And yes. I never want to invalidate that at all. It's so painful. And, and they do have that where they can uh, have that discussion where they both went through that. But he said that he doesn't really want to talk about it and get into it. He said that he doesn't really want to get into it because it's tiring for him and he's kind of the party guy and he doesn't want to really go there. So obviously there's a lot, you know, it there's a lot of of of, of moments where you see like, you know, again the youth and you don't ever make excuses just because of the youth, but at the same time I think there's a lot of maybe growing and yeah. therapy and processing through certain things because in that moment he's like i'm not i don't want to go there and yeah. go deep but then he's also communicating all these other things so that's where it gets a little bit like i don't know what's going on here do you I think understand what i'm saying I, yeah i think he's floating serious topics to get her to sympathize with him okay. so that he won't be you know held to a standard a little bit that's kind of the vibe i'm getting and i think that she even admitted to the fact that her tendency is to be like motherly and take care of people who feel hurt or, or, or she'd sure. be struggling so she even said like i got to remind myself to stay strong because even when he's admitting that like he's struggling with this process her tendency is to like are you okay what can i do to make sure you feel good what and, and and you know and forget that like you're the lead here and the people are fighting for your love right. and i think he's trying to flip that script yes and that's where yes. they're like fighting a little bit and like Not you fighting, said but that's where they're like that's yeah. where the tension is coming she's going wait i thought i'm supposed to be fought for here and i'm having to convince this guy to stick around which right. is doesn't make you could tell it doesn't make her feel good. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like you said last week, which I loved, is everything about Charity's energy inside and out and who she is. Of course, you're going to have all these men who are falling in love with her and have a spark. But this is about who does she, yes. who sparks her. That's yes. That was the phrase you used. And I love yes. that. Who sparks Charity and makes Charity feel fulfilled and all of these things and and fought for and all of that um i think Braden makes her feel nervous and excited yeah but sure. not safe and cared for there's a little bit of that i think yeah. that's the thing 100 percent. and i actually heard emma and claire 
from Love to See It and Claudia from the Black Roses was on their podcast. Um, check out both of those podcasts. Amazing. Uh, but I saw a clip and they were talking about in regards to the Braden Charity conversation that the thing about Braden, the red flag, the big red flag piece was him doing a lot of let me prepare you almost for the fact that I'm going to make this like break your heart. Yes. It's almost like, listen, I told you that I was not going to be ready or I told you that I'm kind of this type of guy so that almost there's no blame there. Mm-hmm. Then when it happens that he feels like he can walk away. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, I totally agreed with that. I thought that was super insightful, but she ends up giving him the rose yeah. after he they go through a long back and forth conversation. And again, if I was in Charity's position, like I totally get why she gave him the rose because yeah. he was giving her these enough of these honest pieces, but not everything. Not but everything. she doesn't see that because she's no. not seeing the ITMs and what's going on inside the house. Um, but then he gives her this baseball and writes a little message on her yes. that he's like, keep this, remember this. You are worth trying for, I think it said. That's not what the message said, but then when he gave her the baseball, he was like, remember, you're worth trying for. And I'm like, oh. she's worth fighting for, my guy. Not tri- tri- trying for. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. That's interesting. <laughs> she's worth fighting for. Not- you're worth trying for is even, it's almost like, it's even more like, you know, you're taking a jab a little bit. And so you're like, wait, now I'm in my head about the trying. Well, you, you could see fighting? her face a little bit. She was like, thank you. It's so sweet. And yeah. It was like trying for. <laughs> Don't you mean It's also like a weird for? move to just write something on a baseball. I get, you know, I guess it could work, though. Interesting. Interesting. Well, he gets the rose. He gets the rose. Now, back with the men, they are given the group date card, which means that the next one on one is going to Warwick. Yeah. Which I, of course, immediately am absolutely thrilled because I think Warwick is just so cute, which (laughs) Charity felt as well, which we heard (laughs) later. But then all the guys kind of start making comments. Making fun of him. It was just like, I didn't like what was happening then because one thing, one side note was, oh my gosh, we're in episode three and already we're seeing the men getting you know, nervous and anxious and like, I need my time with her and why isn't my my one-on-one happening yeah. yet? And I'm like, oh, they like her. They yeah. like Charity. But the commentary about Warwick, it's like at first with a couple of the guys, it was like, I'm surprised because he's really quiet. And like, maybe she's just trying to get to know him. And you know, like John um, was like, I really like the guy, but he's so quiet. And Xavier was like, I'm just trying to figure out how she's moving right now. And I was like, I totally get all of that. But then Aaron S's commentary, and I know I'm jumping forward, was so rude. That was getting me so yeah, he, he asked someone, he's mad. like, all right, well, let me just ask you a question. Like he goes, let's play a game. Just describe him. And then someone's like, he's a nice guy. He's like, exactly. Like, he's basically not even there. I'm like, stop I being- can fish. <laughs> Dude, Aaron S is a piece of work. This guy has been so obsessed with everyone else the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never yeah, yeah. been once a, thought about himself and how he should interact with charity. charity. It's yeah. always just like, well, he's dumb. Well, he's dumb. Well, he's lame. And he's like, yeah, he's just so obsessed with everybody else. And so the fact that he's just immediately angry, not because he thinks he deserves time. He's just like, he doesn't deserve time, which is such a weird place to be. 
And then, yeah, just the whole, like, let's play a game. And then... Let's it, play a game and then I'll make fun of him because he's not, like, super dynamic. It's like, that is so rude. And then later when Aaron S., or I guess earlier when Aaron S., then um, Sean ends up getting... Yes. I know I'm skipping ahead, but then Sean ends up getting yes. the little one-on-one yes. moment. Is he's just like, you... <sighs> You want a pretty boy or something like that, but you really want a man? No, 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 no. This is, I have it. This is, is great. He goes, you want a guy that'll take you shopping, wine and dine you, the, the country club life? <laughs> or do you want a man that can take you fishing, hunting, and uh, wakeboarding? Like wakeboarding. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I want the shopping and the country club. Sign me up for the, and whining, the wine and dining. and dining in Paris. Okay. You're selling it, man. Like you're not selling yourself here. Like hey, you want a you want a loser that'll buy you a Ferrari <laughs> and take you on a boat to Monaco, or do you want a real man that'll teach you how to fill your own air and your own tires and how, tell you how to teach you how to do your own taxes? And it's like, a, I choose a, I choose, I choose a. <laughs> you want a real man? That'll tell you that you need to get to work right now. (laughs) Eh? (laughs) A. That was so wild. The whole real man commentary. My eyes were rolling as far back in my head as possible. I'm just like. So funny to me. A real man wakeboarding. And I'm like, what's this? You mean you you want a real man that can watch you do your favorite stuff? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> like you want a re- I mean, that'd be like me being like you want a real man that could go golfing and you could watch me, huh? <laughs> it's like oh no oh god yeah. it was yeah it was just he I think he just got I think he's just gotten really insecure yeah that's what it feels he's like. just like the insecurity is just oozing out of him always he's obsessed with like these other guys and what they're doing and like he's always judging them and going like he was the guy, first guy to go i know i can smell it from a mile away if someone's here not for not here for the right reasons and if you're not serious because, a thousand and that's percent. insinuating because i'm the most serious and most mature and i'm like you're not even like you're not even have you even talked to have her you been talking to charity at like, all everyone else seems to, to be her? developing connection i don't think you guys have had Three seconds of conversation. So since I'd worry about one. that. Yeah. That's the main issue. Now, I will say if he would have stayed, Charity ended up not giving him a rose. If he would have stayed, I think we definitely would have had some serious villain energy yes. moving forward because he seemed to have a problem with everybody. I agree. And the farther he would have gone along, I'm sure that that would have continued to escalate. He would have snapped. <laughs> he would have snapped for sure. For sure. <laughs> he would have sure. come out with like his real man outfit. Be like, ah, <laughs> love me because I'm a man. He's just doing bench press in front of her. Like, check that out. All right. By the way, there was a moment. I know I'm going back, but yeah. there was a moment at the uh, baseball date then with Brayden where Charity does like a full blown backflip. Oh yeah, and all backflip. I could think about was the first night when all these men were like, "Watch what I can do," and are doing backflips, and she's just standing there going, "Very nice, very nice," and it's just like I could smoke you guys right You're now. Like, Dude, just the other guys are just jumping. She's watching these boys doing backflips, and she's kind of like, 
it's very nice. I could do that too. Very nice. So She's like, yeah, I can do like five in a row. So thank you so much for your display, but <laughs> I'm good. Now you love me. They're just wrestling each other and she's going to like, And then she's okay. like, whoever wins gets to go to Fantasy Suites. You know, like that's what they're thinking in their head. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you're like what do you think she's going to do? Yeah. What do you think she's going to do? Best. She's like, you know what? Show's over. I choose you. Yeah, you're strong. You strong man. guy. You can protect me. He's so ridiculous. <laughs> um, So they end up then having a group date, which was the Barbie date. Yeah. Hello, the one we are dressed for. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. They walk into essentially Barbie and Ken's closet and Jojo and Jordan are there. This yeah. is Bachelor royalty. In fact, underneath their names, they even wrote successful Bachelor couple. Wow. So they were making sure that we knew these it two. It works. Been this thing this works. works. Once every 20 years, this shit works. <laughs> They've been together for the long haul. <laughs> these two had a lot of success. Um, it's just so cool, though. The PR on the movie is crushing it. We get a special message yeah. from Simu, and we find out that the men have to write a song for charity to the tune of Girls Just Want to Have Fun. This would scare Dude. the living daylights out of me, Evan. Terrifying. I was thinking about how absolutely terrified I was to do stand-up. I'm like, you give me, I'm guessing what, maybe the guys had an hour or two. Yeah. You give me an hour or two, I have to change all the lyrics to Girls Just Want to Have Fun and make it funny or cute or whatever and then perform in front of a large big crowd. audience big old audience i thought it was just going to be like in the room just for just for charity and maybe um the other two but like in front of like 300 people <laughs> i thought it was maybe going to be a stage a dodgeball crowd you know sure. like maybe 10, 10 15 people, people getting pelted with balls but yeah no this was a crowd that was chanting charity's name this crowd was amped up amped. They had their props. They were living. They had a full Barbie band in the background that was a 10. This was a big deal. I would have been terrified. Terrified, yes. And I got to hand it to these these guys. They really did a great job. And granted, you know, we don't have a a crew of singers. I'll just put it that way. I mean, it was horrific how bad they were. It was really bad. See, I thought Doughton approached it the best. The best. He didn't sing. He kind of like spoken worded it a little bit. Yes. And he kind of added. Well, he did a little bit of singing. Did, no, but I'm saying he added a little tune yes. to the, like the kind of speaking vibe. So then it, it it didn't feel like he was trying to do it. It, yes. it was like he was just more like speaking it. And so he kind of had like really good swagger with it. And so like that was like the perfect approach to me. If you can't sing, do kind of like where you're talking it. The other guys who were just like, oh, girls just want to have that. It was just like so bad. I was like, oh, my God. Like, we don't have a singing crew. That's not for a sure. singing crew. And then like, Caleb was just like, Caleb did like the caveman thing where it was like the I jump high. She like me because he goes, <laughs> he goes, oh, I have a little trick up my sleeve. And then he just goes like he basically sings. And I'll go be honest with you too. Like it wasn't great. I mean, he changed key like four different the times. The pitch was all over, but the man could belt. The man could yell. You got to give him he credit. Could but it was more hilarious to where he like he did that. He like came out of nowhere with the singing, thinking that like she gave a shit about <laughs> singing. Like that was gonna be the thing. Like the, there's always a couple guys in these challenges. 
always. Yeah. To, like the football one. If I if I get the most touchdowns, she'll like me the most. And then yeah. the guy gets the most touchdowns. She's like, cool, I'll take that guy. Who's she's like, I'm gonna take the guy who came over and was talking to me. Exactly. And we like chatted a little bit. Exactly. And it was yeah, just yeah, funny. Yeah. Caleb's such a sweet guy, but it was adult, funny to adult. watch him be like blown away when he, yeah. once he hit that high note that she wasn't just like sank me, Caleb. And it was like, yeah, no one really cares if you can sing but or he not. He really leaves it all he out on does. the stage. He really does his best, and he gives it his all. And I really think he wants to get to know Charity. I and know, I was dying sweet, thinking about. When he was like confused almost like, yeah, yeah. Wait, How did I not win this I was dying thinking about them all showing back up to the house though And Brayden not even being at the date And being like Caleb should have won <laughs> Doing the full oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that Caleb should have won He should have won man Caleb should have won He really left it out on the stage He always leaves his heart out there man I don't know why Caleb didn't win man. I think that that shows her you know character That she's yeah. not picking the correct winners <laughs> But no I mean the guys, they they did their damnedest. And John's I was, skin suit was amazing. The, the birthday suit Barbie. Awesome. He John was making me laugh so hard. He was doing the full Barbie moves. Yeah. He was incredible. I want to see more Xavier, by the way. Where is Xavier? Yeah. He is my guy. We are not seeing tons of Xavier. I want to see more Xavier. Yeah. Show me more Xavier. I'm really hoping we get a one-on-one with Xavier next week. But I have to tell you, Dotton, and we'll yeah. talk about Dotton in a little bit, but yeah, he, Dotton, he, to me, was... I know he was doing this whole thing before where he's like, their ears are going to bleed. I'm a terrible singer. Mm -hmm. His energy level, the confidence when he brought her up, I would have been, I'm blushing. Dotton is everything. The the wig was hilarious. It was was a great wig. He just had so much swagger, confidence. He didn't try to overdo it. He knew this was a joke. He was just having fun with it, but he's got like a real calmness to him Mm -hmm. too. Like, you know, you don't feel, when I watched him, everyone else, I felt kind of nervous watching. I didn't feel nervous at all. No. I felt right away like I'm at ease. He's chilling. Everything is good with Don. Mm-hmm. Don's going to take care of Maybe when of you're me. that tall too, you just kind of look down and you realize everything's going to be okay. Like, <laughs> I just am so much bigger than these people. So like there's no fear. It's all going to be okay. Fine. It's all going to be okay. Uh, but we had Sean. But then we had Sean come out. Now, Sean in his ITMs beforehand was like, listen, my biggest thing is that I want Charity to know that I am more than just a pretty face. I am more than just a chiseled jaw and gorgeous hair. That's There's a, a wild <laughs> thing to say about yourself. For a moment, I thought he was talking about her. Like, you know, I want her to know that, you know, she's not just a pretty face, but she's all. <laughs> and then I realized he's talking about himself. And I was like, oh, no, no one ever told you, like, that's a little too much, buddy. It, it, my favorite thing about him is that he is, he's just the quintessential, like, I have one win and I'm the fucking man now. And it's just so cringe. It's so cringe. Like, Everyone knows that guy's not like, like he did good job at the little challenge thing. He connected with her, but like, I mean, he's if I was charity, I understand being the most drawn to the guy who's going to be staring at me the whole time and doing sure. that whole thing. Just like Joey did the one before with the kissing. Exactly. It was like, he was very connected, but I also, I would have, I feel like I would have chosen someone, whoever was wearing the goofiest outfit, I would have liked the most personally, because I'm like, you're you're being silly, seriously. you're having fun. But I get then that he was like, you know, a full eye contact, fully making it about her, and he was doing that. But in his heart, it was quite clear, I think, when then watching it on screen, that this man was living for getting the crowd amped up. This man was feeling like he finally was like, this is my place in the world. And inevitably, I don't think Sean's the one that Charity is going to walk no. away with in the end. I have a feeling. Um, so I believe inevitably when he gets sent home, I there's no doubt in my mind that this man's going to get sent home and be like, 
you know what I think I have a career in? I think that I have that special it factor. Yeah, you can't teach it. And he's going to call his dad and be like, dad, rich father, because there's no way that this man's there's dad isn't rich. no way. <laughs> there's no way that this dad's man is not loaded. That he's not going to be like, dad, I found it. And I'm going to need you to invest this money in my musical career. I know that I'm going to tour the world. Dad, dad, it's my passion, dad. dad this is nothing like Come the on, energy dad. drink company I started. <laughs> This is nothing like that. All right. This is serious. You never believed in hyper energy anyway. All right. You never put the actual capital needed behind sick boy, sick boy energy. Okay. This is different. This is a music career. We all know music transcends realities. Dad. Dad. Dad, you should have seen me on stage, man. The people loved me. It was They were losing their minds, Dad. They were like, we need an album. We all know Princeton wasn't a good idea anyway. All right? Big deal, I dropped out after like a semester. But I didn't want to be there anyway. I needed to start Hot Boy Energy Drink. All right? And you sabotaged that, honestly. And so it's honestly your fault. Uh, but I won't <laughs> hold that against you if you put money into my musical career. I'm in L.A. I know I, the connections are everywhere. These producers are telling me I have what, it's, what, it's, what it takes. They're just asking me to put about 150K up front. And they're, they're saying 150K up front. <laughs> and they will let me stay with them. <laughs> That's the vibe I'm That's getting from Sean. That's the vibe. the vibe I'm getting from Sean. But they end up having their one-on-one moment. Um, and he has his vest slash shirt off the entire time that they have mm-hmm. their one-on-one. Did you notice this? Yes. He didn't ever put the vest back on. He took it out and he was kind of doing this like magic mic thing. He had he was kind of walking up to her and like doing that thing. Like it we got it just went from like this is a joke to like uh, oh, you oh, really no. are lucky to be like near me. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. It was like it was like listen, you know, be comfortable, but like you're on the dock now, and everyone yeah. is like, you know, put all their their stuff back on, and you still yeah. are like, you know, shirt off, and and uh, I was like you're welcome. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Christmas came early. You don't have to give me a gift card. I got you this. You know what I mean? It's just like I got you a gift card to Sex Island, baby. <laughs> Well, then he came back. Yeah. He shows up later in the Singing evening. in their face, going like, oh, I'm the fucking man. Like, he literally walks in the room, and they're like, oh, God. Like, with, you hear it out loud. It's people like, oh, shut up. With the rich dad sweater, too. Rocking the my dad's a billionaire like sweater. like and Gabbana. Like, just, like, knit, yeah. just yacht owner sweater. Yes. And just comes in singing, and uh, clearly the men aren't thrilled by it, as no. I would not have been either. I would just be like, "Dude, stop, yeah. okay? Let's just not make it like this. Let's just all chill." Yeah. Like Caleb said, the energy in here was nice, and then you showed up. Yes, and now we all are off. Yes. Um, oh, we got to take a quick pause. Okay. Quick pause. Quick pause. Uh, Personally, I like when I can streamline things and make things more simple in this busy world. And if I can avoid a long line at the post office, I will. And I do with Stamps.com. And I've been doing it for years. If you mail or ship often, let Stamps.com do the hard part for you. Simply print postage and shipping labels right from your home or office. It's ready to go in minutes. No long lines or complicated setup required. And by the way, if you have a lot of returns that you avoid returning because of the time it takes, hello, I am guilty of this, let Stamps 
Stamps.com take care of that for you, too. Don't waste that money. And speaking of money, postage rates just increased again. Luckily, Stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry. They have amazing partnerships with USPS and UPS for unbeatable rates, up to 84% off. Plus, Stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest shipping options. With Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and printer. They even send a free scale, so you'll have everything you need to get started. If you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard, which I love. It makes it so simple. And if you sell products online, Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Avoid the hassle and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with the promo code MOMDAD for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com and click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code MOMDAD. So remember in high school when you learned a second language? Well, high school was a long time ago for me, longer than I care to admit. And I have to be honest and say I am beyond rusty, okay? I really want to be fluent in a second language for myself and to help teach my kiddo. Well, luckily, I have Babbel to help me achieve that goal. With Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. And their expertly crafted lessons are built around real life. You learn how to have practical conversations about travel, relationship, business, and more. Uh, Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans. The Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, and there are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. They have such a great variety. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babble.com slash mom dad that's babble.com slash mom dad for up to 55 percent off your subscription babble language for life so yes sean comes back in with the attitude mm-hmm. the men are not pleased and on top of it all he comes in the guys are not vibing with him and then he grabs her immediately the moment she sits down yeah. as soon as the cheers is over he's like can I can I take you? And she's like, uh, uh, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I was in the middle of finishing my cheers, and he takes her away for another moment. Uh, this is rubbing the guys the wrong way. And listen, as they said later when they were confronting him, they were like, "It's not about the fact that you're taking opportunities. It's the attitude that you're doing it with that is rubbing us all the wrong way." Which I completely get. Yes, I would also be rubbed the wrong way. Yes. And I get it. You know, if I was on the show, it's like, yeah, I get that you're going to try to grab the lead when you can to have those moments. But the cocky energy, get out of here. I don't like it either. And it's funny, though, because I feel like Sean and Brayden really bring out a side of the guys. And it shows the guys under pressure a little bit. If I'm being honest with you, it shows who shine and shows who struggle. 100%. 100%. So, like, I'm watching Dotton not say a word, super calm, super chill, completely focused on his own connection, not tripping. I'm watching Aaron trip. James. I'm watching James trip. You know what I mean? I'm watching these guys, like, really get in their heads. Yeah. 
And, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. But I do think it shows it's interesting. Sure. It's an interesting like note. Obviously, Sean is so annoying in this case and is totally in the wrong for being this way. I'm not. That has nothing to do with Sean. No, I'm more taking it like, sure, we could talk about Sean and Braden in this case. But I'm more saying like I was more interested in like watching the guys deal with like an unsavory character. Yes. yes. And I think that that really shows you kind of like I felt Sean was like being super annoying and also kind of trying to play this role of this overconfident bravado thing and trying to be like like it's it's so unnatural. Like, you know, certain people like just. They, they they try on being a big having a big ego like almost for like a role he was doing that he was just like what's up like out of nowhere he was like quiet the whole time and then all of a sudden he's just like boys the rock stars here and you're like okay this is, doesn't fit versus someone like Braden, it's he's naturally pretty egotistical and big energy yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. you could tell he's not putting on an act he's just like this is me deal mm-hmm, with it mm-hmm. versus like sean was just like talking to himself all morning like go out there be an alpha take it over <laughs> yeah. you know and then he kind of tries it on and it doesn't really work right but no i hear what you're saying but it's interesting though. to see the guys i kind of am like oh it's a little peek into like when things don't go their way a thousand how percent. it's gonna go a thousand percent yeah if i was charity and i was able to have like a you know watch a screen and watch it back in real That's time what I'd, see. I'd be like Oh, I'm seeing how Dotton is handling this. I'm seeing how Xavier is, you know, saying his piece about it, but also just still kind of keeping to himself in the sense, like focusing on charity and yeah. And I'm watching some of the other guys melt down and get pissed and you're kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Well, um, she then has a moment with John. John is always great yeah, when he has great. his moments with charity. He's talking about how he played guitar in his worship team for six years, but if he could sing too, he wouldn't be single. He's very, I yeah, love how self-aware he is. He's self-deprecating he's, and he, fun. It's the same thing where he did birthday suit Ken. Like he's fun. He's self-aware. He's relaxed when he's with yeah. her. He makes her feel good. He talks about how he gets that she is beautiful and famous and busy. And when she is ready, he has the time that he or he will be there for her. Yeah. Love that. None of this like, hey, I'm upset that we haven't had our time yet. You know, he's just like, when you're ready, I'm here. It's the opposite of Brayden. Opposite of Brayden. Opposite of Brayden. Another opposite of Brayden. And my most favorite moment of the entire episode, heart eyes, heart mm-hmm. eyes, is when Dotton and Charity had yeah. their moment together. And Charity um, specifically even said, I wanted to create a safe, beautiful space for Dotton. So she takes Dotton to her room and he is just overjoyed and they have this moment together and their chemistry is through the roof. It's real deal. I felt like I looked at you. It was one yeah. of my chills moments. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh yeah. One of them. <laughs> I was yeah. Recognize the chills. Recognize yeah. the chills. I felt like I was watching two people falling in love, like genuinely like, Oh, I, this could be it. Like yes. this could be it. It is so deep so quickly yeah yeah i feel like with brayden it's fun fuck boy vibes mm-hmm. you know like they have fun together there's like an excitement there he's very dynamic he's a little he makes her feel nervous right there's excitement there with dotton it feels like husband vibes yeah it feels like someone's gonna be calmly taking care of you someone is next to you someone is supporting you but also like he's cool so he's not just got that kind of like whatever you want, I'm here for you thing. Yeah. He's got like a, no, I'm 
serious person, but I'm also chill. He's kind of got that like that's he's got the guy. You know what I mean? He's Unless something changes, he's got the that's the guy energy. And he sees and she her seems to be very drawn to his energy. A thousand percent. The fact that she's creating these moments mm-hmm. for him. She sees him to give him those moments. And he then in return sees her making sure that she knows that he's learning from her. She's and crying that, because of what he's saying. Right. And he, but because he sees intense. her, that's yeah. the thing. He's letting her know, like I'm learning from you and she's tearing up and saying, I've never heard that from someone. That's yeah. something I've always wanted to hear and needed to hear. And I've never heard that from someone. He sees her right away. Mm-hmm. They both are seeing each other and it's so beautiful. And, like he said that she feels like a kindred spirit and you can sense that big time. Yes. Like this is definitely. He's got to be top three. He, he has, has to, to be. be. Unless something changes, he has to be He top has three. to be. And the kiss. Yeah. I'm, we're watching two people fall in love. Yes, like there's no doubt about it. A hundred percent. And I was. It's a lock. Beaming. And then. Oh, so happy when Dotton got that group date rose. Yes. And Sean, Sean was like, not. what? I was like his bravado was so insane that like you better get the rose bro because this is gonna be humiliating if it's not and it was pretty brutal and And he's sitting there like oh i guess (laughs) dotton walked away with that rose and it was incredible perfect and then the next day we have warwick state and this is this is all time to me like i don't think we've ever seen something this bad before in regards to like the awkwardness the awkwardness like it was like it was kind of (laughs) like He stumbled onto the show and he's just like, what is this? Great guy. Seems so nice. Great looking guy. But like, what were those interviews like? (laughs) Well, you know what made me laugh is that he then, again, self-aware, he posted on Instagram after the episode a bunch of photos of himself while when he was a child sleeping everywhere. And he said something like, if it's past 10 p.m., I'm out. And so, you know you producers, you know exactly what you were doing. You know Warwick's a sleepy guy. Warwick needs his sleep. Warwick is bright and shiny in the early morning. He's an early riser. And they didn't give him a day date. Most of the time, these guys get a day date into a night date. They only gave him a night date. Only gave him a night date. You you know he probably said, what was one of your biggest fears? And he's like, well, I got to sleep really early. So I'm nervous about being on the show because of the late nights. And they were like, well, here we go. We're going to give him a late night yeah. date. I, he was just sleepy. He just well, needed a nap. He, is, he, he should sell t-shirts that just say what he said on the show, which is not at late, late at night, I get tired. He said, theme parks make me sleepy. <laughs> I loved that. Said no one ever theme parks make me sleepy he should start a line you know you're sleepy that much that you know specifically you could say oh shopping makes me sleep malls make me sleepy that's you personally but i'm saying like (laughs) but like theme parks that'd be like skydiving makes me sleepy like it's hilarious that he's just falling asleep the whole time i was laughing so hard because I was then seeing all these memes of everyone posting after being like, I've never related to anything more on the show than when Warwick yeah. was falling asleep in the limo ride back so while funny. they were trying to interview and, and him. And Warwick. <laughs> Warwick, just, and he's just out and everyone's like, I've never related more. Like, I totally those are late nights. You are the king I'm of the falling king asleep. I'm falling asleep in the middle of a party. So I totally get it. And he was just, this is a sleepy, sleepy, sleepy guy. Sleepy, but I, I just, what I take away from this, and there's not much to report other than the fact that like, obviously there was zero chemistry, but my main 
takeaways were just the things he was saying when she was trying to get stuff out of him. Like she was asking him the questions that when you have nothing else to say to each other, the things like, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Charity. Charity was like working. She was charity was working. She knocked it out of the park. And I can't lie to you. I was giggling and loving this part of the episode, but I was also very anxious because I can get very, very stressed when I'm opposite someone who I'm not getting any verbiage back from and I feel like I have to be like so so this woman is the lead on a TV show and she is like oh my god Mm -hmm. I am asking any question under the sun and I am not getting any answer back and I just felt for her so much that she was just like I am exhausted also Warwick after this date because I am trying to spark some sort of conversation (laughs) but gotta give him the credit for being self-aware because he said the thing i struggle with in relationships is communication yeah she's like i think i'm a really good communicator he goes yeah that's 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 very interesting i think i struggle the most with uh communication and we're all kind of like and we're like that checks out you know he's not wrong he's not wrong and i've never seen anyone more relieved to be sent home yeah she's like you should go home you know i'm gonna i'm gonna walk you home i'm so sorry he goes no that's it's great, honestly. It's no problem at all. And then he gets in the car and he's like, because honestly, I've just been wanting to sleep for this whole time, so I he's finally like, get to I go to bed. I am so tired. I fell for her because I would have been so stressed out. Yeah. And then I felt for him because he seemed to me very like, it was anxious sleepiness. Like, I'm not the type of person who wants a camera in my face yes. and I can get quiet under pressure. And now I feel quite a bit of relief because, you know, after I get stressed, I, I say, immediately fall asleep. I was going to say, he reminded me so much of you in that moment because when Jess gets super stressed, all of a sudden I just look over and she's sleeping because the body just shuts down. It shuts That's down. That's exactly what happened to him. He was just like, this is a lot for me. And then he's just like, oh. <laughs> he just, just got just, that like, nap The body shut down. He got that nap in. He he's sleeping two minutes after being broken up with in the limo ride back to the hotel. Like, that is hilarious. <laughs> the guy was so like, I've made a massive mistake over here. I cannot wait. Yeah, this is not for me. All he could see when he was looking at her was not her face. It was a. It was his. It was his own bed at his house. Yeah, he was like, Being "This like, is too stressful I can't for wait me." To see you again. <laughs> so he did not receive a rose. No. Needless to say. Needless to say. Um, but the next day we have the cocktail party. Before the cocktail party, though, Brayden reveals that dream that he had that Charity takes his rose yeah. away, his psychic dream, mm-hmm. um, and. Then Brayden drops the ultimate mistake. Mm. He says, the biggest thing for me is I'm not sure I can do this whole getting engaged thing after her dating 20 other dudes. Yeah. And the second he said that, but of course, everyone's like, there it is. There it is. There's his ticket home. And he says, I know for sure I can date her, but getting engaged, no. And like you said, he just said it and you're like, this isn't the thing you say out loud. Yeah, it's so strange to me that he feels a real need to tell the other guys that he's in competition with <laughs> his weakest points. Like, it's very strange to me. It's like, yes, why? Like, why would you? It's just strange for someone who's trying to kind of like do this and then also hide like the way he truly feels or like the biggest nervousness or stuff that could be even let's say he's let's say it's not him hiding it that could be construed wrong like you're just giving these people like 
all the ammo in the world to take you out. It's such a weird vibe that he's not like connecting with. But then again, you know, simultaneously last week, he's going up to all the guys talking about her character and saying, I'm going to go home. That's so he's saying. like, he's given all the ammo all in the that? world. It's so all, strange to me. It's just like he's literally handing them his ticket home. So they have the cocktail yeah. party and Charity says that one of her biggest fears came true. Someone who's here isn't ready to be in a relationship, is not ready for an engagement at the end of this, What, which is what this is all about. So we have confirmation that Charity indeed wants an engagement at the end of this. This is what she is looking for. We see Brayden's face. Mm-hmm. That might be him realizing, uh-oh, maybe I shouldn't have said what I said in front of the guys. Yep. Um, quick moment, though. She has some time with some of the other men. Yeah. She has a moment with joey where he gives her letters from his grandfather who passed away which was was so sweet um and then a moment with one of my faves xavier Mm -hmm. where we saw xavier knitting on the bus ride yes he was knitting charity a scarf of which i don't know if you recall but i think in the first episode i was like i wish that xavier would have given her something that he knit it's better than that he didn't show up in the limo with something that he had already knit for her going in. He knit it on the bus. He had been knitting. He had been knitting on the bus thinking about her. And he said, each time I was knitting, I was thinking about the type of man that I could be for you. And I rewatched that part back when he's knitting in the bus. I know. I watched a part back when he was re-knitting in the bus, or uh, watched it back when he was knitting in the bus. And he is like, concentration. I mean, if... I was her and Xavier knit me a scarf thinking about how he can be the best man for me. I'd be like, I guess we're done. I guess yeah. I'm leaving with you right now. Mm. That was so romantic. It was so cool. So romantic. Again, I hope we see more of him next yes. week. It looks like he got a, gets a one-on-one next yeah. week. So hoping for that. Yeah. Um, and then we have Brayden and Charity. They what if he handed it to her and it was horrible and it was just falling <laughs> in pieces and she's like thanks and it was just like literally like just barely recognizable as any sort of that it was even done it just looks like he kind of crunched it together and like tied some knots around it and he hands it to her <laughs> then that would have like, been one of the thought that counts <laughs> that would have been hilarious I took note of how good no, it, no, was. it was that's what I'm saying I'm the only reason I'm bringing it up because it was so good there was it like just detail hilarious. <laughs> so handed it to her and it was just clearly like tied with like zip ties and it was just, just shitty like, dangling and holes, like, I made mask. this for you and she's like oh it's like, thank you. And the next time he sees her, he's like, why aren't you wearing it? Yeah, She's like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, why don't you wear it? Wear it out to dinner with us. It's like, uh. Okay. <laughs> no, there was like details oh, in no, it. Oh, it no, was, it was very well done. It was so well done. Um, so then Brayden ends up sitting down with Charity. And this is one of those moments that I'm talking about from earlier where, you know, Earlier that day, he's sitting there going, I don't think I could be with someone who's getting engaged with someone who's making out with all my my dudes, da 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 da. And then when he's sitting with her saying, oh my gosh, when we were in the, close by my family's house, I just wanted to take you and have you meet my family right away. And these are the mixed messages I'm talking about. Then she's not able to see that she's not privy to because she doesn't have the behind the scenes moment where if I'm with a guy and he's telling me, I don't know if I can how I'll feel at the very end, but I do really like you. And then he's also saying, and I want to introduce you to my family and I was dying for you to meet them. Mm. I'm going, okay, maybe he doesn't know if he's going to be ready to for sure get engaged at the end of this, but he wants me to meet his family and he's all sorts of excitable about that. I'm not imagining that that guy's going. Mm. 
with the dudes and talking about my character and talking about, I, I you know, yeah. it, it's just two very different energies that she's being presented. Right. That's exactly right. And this is then where he, in his ITMs, he starts going off and he's like, I got the rose on my chest. I got the words off my chest. He's doing some sort of villain tango with the music post yeah. their moment together. Yeah. It was it was a great villain moment yeah, where was. he's sitting there doing his tango and the guys are watching. Yeah. And he is going off in the ITMs, yeah. just busting through the roof. That's when Aaron B. decides that he needs to say something to yeah. charity. Now, I told you this earlier. One of the things I love about this season is I have my go-to feelings about moves on this show. And one of my go-to feelings is always like, don't be the guy who goes or be the girl who goes and reports to the lead because then we talked about it last week. Then that's who you become in the house and the lead doesn't see you for you and you're worried about, you know, the other person and not yourself and da 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 da. Normally I'm against it. It didn't bother me. Okay. It didn't bother me when Aaron B. went and talked to her. I don't know. That's why I like this season because I'm right. like, I'm feeling different things. There's like a lot I was, of movement here. I was yeah. watching it going, I know how I would typically feel and what I've always said. But for some reason, and I tried to feel it in my bones. I tried to feel like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And I get all the guys were upset with him afterwards, which I think is completely valid. I understand all the guys are like, we just want time with her. And so far in this season, a lot of the guys haven't gotten haven't gotten almost any time with her. So I totally get why all the other men are frustrated. But it didn't bother me. Mm. Yeah, no, I didn't. I wasn't bothered at all by what he said and how he even said it, except for number one is that I wasn't a huge fan of the like kind of guard your heart, you know, heart guardian vibe a sure, little sure, bit sure. I was getting, which is like, you feel like you're doing well with her. You see Brayden doing well with her. Mm -hmm. You're super serious. He's more playful and isn't taking this thing as seriously as he should. It's frustrating you. And I just think, I just think he should do the Dotton thing. And it's like Dotton is just fully focused on himself. I'm yeah. sure he feels the same way. I'm sure Dotton feels the exact same way that all these other guys do about Braden, about Sean, about all that stuff, where it's like these guys are not being super mature. These guys are not pulling the right moves. They're being a little two-faced. All that stuff's going on. But he's just not letting it get to him, and he's focusing on himself. And because of that, look where he's at. I want to say he's in the number one front runner, or him and Braden are tied, one of the two. But like... Oh, Dotton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Dotton is like that. Where I'm seeing Aaron is like he's at a pinnacle moment right now, which is like she likes him a lot. Yeah. But if he keeps talking about Braden to her and if he keeps creating this, it will start to impair her possible feelings for him because they're not spending the time sure. working on them. Now, so I, that's my only thought is I, I agree that she needs to know to some extent. I agree that like the way he said it was kind and everything was great. I'm just saying like because then he also takes away. He knows when he says this. He takes away all the time for the other guys, too. So now he's going to create enemies with the other guys. I'm more saying strategically. No, 100%. it's not a great look for him. I, I, I completely get now that. All the other guys are pissed. I, I, Xavier I, calls said it was like a weak move that he did. He shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, no, it's, it's causes I, more problems for you. I completely understand that and agree with that. I think the reason it didn't bother me in this situation. And last week when Adrian brought it up and I know I was like unpopular opinion. And I don't think that the, Adrian, by the way, the whole perspective of 
like everyone's on spring break. I'm like, no, the guys are just having fun. Like, right. what else are you supposed to do in the house? Right, like, right, you know, you're right, bored right, right, to death. Right, right. Like, let them have fun and zip line and throw the football. I think the spring break comment was simply about Brayden because he had a problem with Brayden. And then Brayden came at Adrian. So then I was like, yes. yeah, if I was Adrian, I would have been frustrated 100%. too. Which, by the way, Adrian didn't say a word this mm-hmm. episode, but he did get sent home. Yeah. Which then maybe I know. But I think the reason it didn't bother me when Aaron B brought it up was because it was the energy in which it was brought up and which is kind of how I felt with Adrian too. It wasn't just like, Hey, Brayden's a bad guy. It was like, this is kind of what I'm seeing. And I have to be honest with you. If I'm, this is, see, this is why I like this season. I'm Mm. rethinking shit because if I'm the lead and Brayden's not a guy that producers are making me keep. Like I am interested in him, let's say. Producers are going to just continue to try to fuel my flame for Brayden because he's making the show exciting, right? I mean, we're loving that he's still here because it's making the show exciting. But I don't, the producers then aren't being honest with me about what Brayden's doing behind the scenes. And Charity genuinely is looking to walk away with her love. Of course. So I would probably appreciate somebody being like, hey, just as a heads up. But I guess now she. Here's what he should have done. Here's what I would have done. Slowly chipped away at someone else who's going to get clearly <laughs> sent home. Just Talk be like, into their ear. Can you believe he's doing that, man? It's so bad. Yeah, get someone else get to someone do it. Get someone else to do yeah, it yeah, as yeah, a sacrificial yeah. lamb. Because sure. we know he ain't going to make it. Any, like, pick the guy that we know is like not, a, and not, and then get him so riled up that he's going to be, think he's going to be the knight in shining armor. Honestly, to Aaron her. S. Try to get Aaron S. Try to get to do Aaron it. S. To run over there and be like, you know what? We've had enough. Braden needs to go. And then she's like, thank you so much for telling me. Also, Aaron S. You can go home now. Like, because you know it's 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 a bit of a curse. It's a bit of a curse. Once you start doing it all, doing that thing, it's a curse. So you got to get someone else to do the dirty work for you because you realize that you're sacrificing yourself to, to deliver a message. I think, though, if Aaron B. doesn't say anything else about Brayden, he'll be fine. Yeah, I but think, we see them getting into a fight. But, and maybe the whole thing. She doesn't, like, but maybe she doesn't see that. Maybe that's maybe. just with the men behind closed doors. But I, either, either way, then some other guy can walk up and be like, by the way, they got in a fight earlier and said they were going to punch each other. Like, that energy is gonna it's it's like a sickness it starts getting all over you you do yeah. not want to be a part of that no i don't i think that i i'm nervous for aaron b now because i feel like this typically like we see what happens when someone then calls out another person and says that they're not here for the right reason type stuff but i'm just saying it didn't yeah. bother me no. and i appreciated right away that Aaron B. That was huge. That yes. was huge to me. Then he went right over to him and told him. That was a that huge, was huge, That huge, was a big character That move. was a character tell to me where Aaron yes. B. immediately pulled Brayden aside. And by the way, he didn't feed him like a load of goods and say, uh, I kind of mentioned I kinda, it. Sorta. No, he was very direct and was just like, just FYI, I did mention this to her. I felt like I had to say it. And this is exactly what I said to her. I really like Aaron B. a lot. Yeah. I'm more just, the show's already over, but I'm just saying in my head, if I was there, I'd be like, stop for your own good. Yeah, this is a for, for sure. your own good move. I like him a lot. It's just yeah. more of a dude, you're going to get you're going to get brought in on this and you don't want to be a part of this. Um speaking into the Braden element of things. Uh which I thought was really interesting. I forgot mm-hmm. who mentioned this, but someone said it when they were all talking in a group which said Braden will be able to get out of this and talk his way out of anything. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that with Aaron B too. Where it's like, dude, no. That this guy is not your average goon. Yeah. Like he's not your guy that's going to go gonna in there and just kind of like a loser who's just going to come in and then you could tell him that he's being, le- she's being, you could tell her that he's being lame and get him out of there. He's in the front running 
and he's very good at talking himself out of these problems. Yeah. And I forgot who said it, but someone said it. And I was like, that's a good point. He's like, dude, you just did that. You just wasted our time. Now we can't meet with her and he's going to talk his way out of this. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. So I'm just saying, no, like, no, I understood, you know, understood. And I'd have to say this too. It was another Brayden moment where it's like, you see Aaron B and Brayden having the conversation and two into Aaron B's face, Brayden is like, I, I hear you. I understand what's going on. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, well, there's this point and this point. And then we see him in the ITMs going off yeah, on pissed. Aaron B. And he's just like, fuck you. And I'm like, okay. So right. that's then again a moment where you go, we're not seeing, you know, charity seeing one side and ITMs are seeing another side. You and nailed it. It's like he's sugarcoating his feelings so it's like in with the guys he's going i'm i'm freaked out about getting this i don't think i'm ready for this i don't think that i don't like the fact that she did this this and this and then in front of her he's he's going i'm just slightly nervous about this yeah i just the only reason why i feel this way is because i like you so much like he, he's he's putting bubble wrap and 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 you know christmas wrapping all over how he really feels so it's like he's letting it he's letting the feelings leak through but he's not giving her the all the truth so then he's creating this like duplistic situation I think it'll bite him. I mean, I, I do think that he'll go far, but I don't think that like, I think if if they, if she has another problem with him, he's done. So For I think sure. if they have another conversation where a guy comes up and goes, he's being a problem. I think that's Well, it. she pulls him aside and she is obviously frustrated and she's like, what is going on? And Brayden twists it in a way. And he's just like, I mean, honestly, I feel like these guys aren't taking it seriously because exactly. like they're without thoughts. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I will say the guy is really slick with the like, <laughs> he's really slick. With, and, he doesn't seem slick because he's kind of talking all the time, but he's very slick at getting himself out of these situations. He just said those right tweaks little manipulative tweaks right there to to wrap the narrative his yeah. way. And but I will say this: I saw a lot of people then being like, "Oh my god, Charity, the red flags!" Like I got to be real with you guys. If I was in Charity's position again, you have to remember you're only seeing what the person is delivering yes. to you. And she's also having the conversation in ITMs. Like she's aware of the red flags. Now, again, don't know if producers are like, you got to keep him or if it's her choice. Yeah. But if it is her choice, I do have to say, I think it is smart to keep someone, even if you're feeling the red flags during this show, by the way, just on a show like this, um, if you're seeing potential red flags and some of the guys have a problem with this person to not just get rid of them because the guys are saying it, if you do like him, because then that person's stuck in your mind. And then that's the type of person who might show. I could see Brayden if she would have gotten rid of him uh, in the last episode showing back up later. Mm. And then all of a sudden she's not fully finished with him. And then you're kind of processing all that. So if you're the lead and you do like somebody and but she's recognizing the red flags then to go i'm still processing though like you said last week she's taking her time and i think if she is keeping brayden and it's not the producers that are like keep him i think it's a good idea to then flush out all of your thoughts with that mm -hmm. person and then when you decide to let that person go because again i can't imagine that she has so many amazing guys that brayden's gonna stay the long haul that you're able to kind of flush out and be like, okay, now I'm really done with him. And now I'm not going to be sitting there going like, what if? And having these thoughts. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
I mean, and then we end up doing the rose ceremony and we don't know if she's going to take that rose away because she said, she's like, I'll rip that shit right off. I'll take that shit right away from him, which I loved. And so we have a rose ceremony. I don't even feel like we've ever had this energy in a rose ceremony before where someone with a rose was like, is it going to be removed or no? She gives out her roses. Um, She ends up giving her first rose to Aaron B, by the way. So she appreciated him mentioning that. And then she gives a rose to Caleb, Xavier, Joey, Michael, John, Sean, and Tanner. She walks away, is still debating about Brayden, comes back. Jesse Jesse says, everyone can go home. Brayden will be keeping the rose. And James, Aaron S., and Adrian go home. Okay. Yeah. And it was, to me, it was a 10. I think the episode was a 10, and it's giving us some serious excitement going into this next episode. I like her because she's not letting things get to her Mm -mm. in a big way. So it's like, even if the Braden stuff's, she's she's clocking it. Like, he, there's something off about him. We need to get to the bottom of this. And I agree with her in this moment. Like, is he being, does he have some toxic traits? Yes. Is he like, horrible i'm like not kind of seeing that yet we, we've seen some much worse people earlier on in the sure, show sure. in other shows or in, in other seasons where i'm like that guy's bad so he still he still has an opportunity to kind of start redeeming some of these qualities possibly he has an opportunity to make it 10 times worse so it's like i like that she's going i'm seeing some red flags i'm not exactly sure on him yet but i really like him and i have a great time with them so i'm gonna like see this out i think it's strong um I like that she's getting rid of guys that she has no connections with. She's not letting them sit around. I think that she's rewarding good behavior. Like she's, you know, people like Dot and like that, you know, Xavier, guys who are like doing a really good job of focusing on her and being there for her, rewarding that. And then she's sticking with her guns too. She's not taking the easy road out. I, I really like the way she's doing this. She's, she's providing the perfect like tightrope. I just, yeah, I feel like the way that she's moving as the Bachelorette, like I said before, I feel like you feel her having fun. It's playful, but then it's serious when it needs to be. But then we're, you know, having the conversations with the villains. We're not just yanking the villains out. Mm -hmm. We're letting it simmer and we're observing. And I, I love it. It's making for incredible television. Like, I don't remember the last time with this show that I was like, Monday, I need Monday to come quicker. Like yeah. I can't wait to watch the yeah. episode. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, my prediction, yes. just so far, I think Braden's out in like I think he won't make it three more episodes. I think I think there'll be another situation, and then she'll just be like, okay, I, I don't think he'll recover yeah. from this. But I, that's my prediction. Yeah. I think we'll get a couple more out of him, and then there'll be another moment where two guys then go to her, and then it's over. I think. I think next week he's here, and then I think the following week he's gone. That was yeah, so week that's, five. Yeah. I think he's. He, I, I, he gets, I agree with he that. Gets cut. I think Dotton maybe wins the whole thing. Okay. Okay. Tough, I mean, right I'm, now I'm gonna. I gotta say Dotton. Right now I gotta say Dotton because that right. connection is just deep. Is so. And I don't see him being rocked by anything or or causing any drama, and I no. see him being strong. So no, unless something pops out, some crazy connection pops out of nowhere, I see him being kind of the guy. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, you will see. Well, uh, tune in next week for the next recap, but also tune in Friday because we have a second episode that I think you are going to like on Friday. Before we wrap it, should we um, do a call home? Duh. (laughs) Okay. Remember, you can always call home. 
Hi, mom and dad. Uh, my name is Katie. Hi, Katie. Um, just wanted to say quick that I love you guys, and I've been listening to the pod, both Chatty Broads and your mom and dad, for a long time now, oh, thanks, and I love Katie. you guys, and you guys are always making me cackle. Um, but anyway, um, my question is about how to set a boundary with a friend who tends to talk the entire time we are hanging out, and I can't get a word in edgewise. Um, mm -hmm. I've been friends with this person for like five years now and I love them dearly, but I've just been noticing a pattern where we will hang out and it's just them just talking about the most like menial things for like 20, 30 minutes. And I try my best to interject and like maybe change a subject subtly or like, I don't know, try to put my input in, but it just doesn't seem to do anything. Um, I want to set a boundary before considering cutting this person off. Um, I'm a really good listener, so I think that's mm. part of it too. So yeah, my question is, how would you guys set a boundary with a friend who doesn't seem to understand that a conversation is a two-way street? Thank you. Oh, Katie, I feel mm. this one. I think... I have been in a similar situation yes. before. And especially, Katie, if you're an amazing listener, I then understand the fact that then you shouldn't be getting taken advantage of in yeah. that gift that you offer someone. And when you feel like you're getting taken advantage of, like this person doesn't care to hear about me, they're just going off. Like, that's very frustrating. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I have a great answer for this one, but I know it's so awkward but first and foremost, I think in friendships, communication, though it can be painful and uncomfortable, is always a good thing. And I know it is such a brutal conversation, but I think being open with your friend and just saying like, hey, I love you so much and I do really love spending time with you, but I have to be honest, I feel like Sometimes you don't necessarily care to hear about me mm. and I love you and I want to hear your thoughts about what's going on in my life and I want to hear your opinions on some of the things I'm going through and I just I, I love talking to you and hearing about you but I also have been kind of getting my feelings hurt lately because I just mm. feel like you're not really interested in, in hearing about me mm. and so I think that that's just communicating yeah. that blatantly. And I think the person's reaction will kind of show you where this person's at. Expect for them to get a little defensive. Obviously, of course, it might hurt their feelings because they might also then all of a sudden feel sad. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't want to make Katie feel this way. And so now I'm in my head and they might get a little defensive. But, you know, after letting it sit for a minute, if they continue the defense and kind of are like, well, maybe you and put it yeah. back on you. Well, then maybe, you know, kind of where this friendship is at and mm. how to move forward with it. But if they are like, I'm so sorry. And, or just show you active change. I think that you'll see pretty quickly where the friendship stands and yeah. who this person is. Um, maybe a tip from a more practical sense um, if you don't feel comfortable being vocal with this person about like where you're at right now, um, I would maybe when you hang out with them, have a hard out. Uh -huh. <laughs> be like, I have an hour and a half and I have to be gone after right, an hour and a right. half. So like plan 
your hangs with them around bookended things. Like I can show up at this time and I have to leave at this time so you don't feel like I'm getting so burnt out. Because in the relationship, the specific relationship I'm thinking of that I had many years ago, it was with an individual where I never put a boundary on time and this person would kind of just show up and never leave and it would be, you know, bleeding into hours when I needed to be working or be hanging out with my kiddo or whatever and it would just be talking at me and there was no end and they and that then started to get me more and more frustrated that this person never asked about me or never kind of let me spoke yeah. or let, let me spoke never never kind of let me speak um, because the time was just too long. And yeah. I was so exa- exhausted as an introvert at the end of it being like, oh my God. So it made me even more frustrated. Yeah. So I feel like that's a practical I love it. boundary. I love it. I think that's super practical. Uh, I'll make mine quick. I think you need to ask yourself what you like about this person. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you friends with them? Mm-hmm. They talk the whole time and it kind of sucks the life out of you. Like, did this change over time? Were you guys friends before? And then all of a sudden they started getting like this and now you're kind of in this friendship where you, you're not getting anything anymore. So ask yourself, like, uh, if you ask yourself that question, you go, to be honest with you, I don't really know and I don't really like, not, we don't really, then it's like, just be honest about the fact that maybe yeah, you kind of, you don't delete them, but you just kind of go like, hey, you know, oh, sorry, I can't hang. You know, you just kind of let it fade a little bit to something more casual. Yeah. Um, if it's a friend that you really care about, but they just have gotten worse almost like as a behavior over time, then just have that conversation. I think Jess is talking about having just be real. Be like, Hey, I really care about you. But like, there is this thing where I feel like you get on a roll and they don't really have much space for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also look into the idea that maybe they're using you unintentionally mm-hmm. as their dumping ground. Yeah. You know, that like you're this person that just listens to them. Maybe they don't have any people in their life that do. And they feel like they can't get a word in edgewise and a lot of with a lot of people in their life. So then they're saving it all up for you, mm-hmm. not realizing that you're taking the the pain there. Yeah. So like, don't take it all personal. Don't just know that they're probably just chatting and they're not even thinking. And so you just need to decide whether it's worth it. Yeah. Whether it's worth the investment to do this, or if it's just better to kind of let it fade and then look for someone to kind of give you space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but. It sounds exhausting. It does. I'll be honest with you. It sounds exhausting. And um, just probably, you know, I think we're all, life's too short to be just swallowing it constantly and be feeling shitty. So just take inventory on the relationship if it's worth salvaging. And if it's not, then let it fade. And if it is, then, you know, spend some time talking to them about it and say, hey. And if they won't stop talking, be like, I was still, I'm talking, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking. I did not finish. <laughs> Try that. See if they see how they respond. I like it. I like it. We love it. you guys. Sending you love, Katie. Good Sending love that. to the family. We love you all. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you days. all on Friday, yes. right? We'll and see then you Friday. next week. All right. Kisses and loves and hugs. Love you all. Bye. Bye.